We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend and my darling. I'm so happy to be connecting with you today here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. You know, I believe each and every one of us is more powerful and important than we know. And if we're not feeling like this or if life is not reflecting it back to us, it's because of our beliefs, our internal state, and likely our habits of thinking and feeling that are not supporting us and going the direction we want to go and being who we want to be. Years ago, I was way off track and I could not figure out why. I was unhappy, I was unhealthy, and I was broke. All I knew was it was time to make some radical changes. I had some sincere conversations with the universe, set some important intentions, and started asking some questions. I was then ushered a very different direction. Today, I am indeed happy, healthy, whole, and prosperous, and I like to share what I've learned in order to turn the corner and create this transformation. I also like to share some of the special souls I have learned with and from. Today, I'm thrilled to be spending time with one of my most lovely, profound friends, teachers, soul brothers, and spiritual touchstones. We're here with Trevor Lang. Trevor has spent the last 20 years diving deep into his own soul in search of meaning, truth, and connection with God. His journey has led him into many beautiful and enlightening experiences, which continue to this day. Some of his greatest influences are John O'Donohue, Eknath Aswaran, and a host of mystics and teachings of wisdom and scripture from around the world. While Trevor has experienced many adventures along the way, he loves most the journey of awakening. So Trevor, thanks for saying yes to this conversation with me here today. I'm so happy to be spending time with you. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. So, yes, I'm excited about talking about how we met and uh, the evolution of our friendship, but I'm going to wait until the second show. What I want to do here now is dive into some of the things that you've been teaching me about and some of the books that you've um, uh, introduced to my life. And one of them is the Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. And it's so lovely and mystical. And, you know, my books are manifesting from the inside out, but he really takes it to a whole nother level of manifesting from the inside out. So can you tell me how you ran into this book and this these teachings and, and kind of how it supported you on your path? Yes. Um, well, you know, I ran into this book like I run into everything that I run into in life. Uh, when we have a desire within our hearts, uh, even if it's deep and subconscious, even if we can't articulate it, it still uh, tends to show up somehow in such a beautiful way. And uh, I, the way I came across Neville Goddard is that uh, probably about six months ago, I was in a job that was just very difficult. I was not enjoying myself. And, you know, I was I was struggling with figuring out how do I deal with this? I was getting to work, you know, 30 minutes early, w taking walks, listening to worship music. I was doing everything that I could think of to do, but I was still hitting a dead end and I really didn't know where else to turn. I was applying at some places and just absolutely closed doors. So I did what I normally do and I kind of go searching around and, uh, Neville Goddard shows up, and I'd never heard of him. I didn't know who he was or, or what he was about. 
But somehow in my heart, his books were speaking to me. So I ordered some of them and I, I read them and I read several and got to power of awareness. And that one really just clicked for me tremendously. And I, I began putting these things into practice and, you know, I began really envisioning uh, as he prescribes, and this is things that you and I have talked about on a number of occasions and things that mm-hmm. you prescribe as well, but to really begin embodying a state of receiving what it is that you desire. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted a job that I loved. I really didn't define this too detailed. I said, I want a job that I love and that I'm treated beautifully and that I'm paid better than I'm getting paid and, and just enjoy the whole aspect of it better. And I spent, I started and uh, doing these walks in the evening and I would really get lost in this idea. I would go to sleep thinking of these ideas, embodying them. And within two weeks, an opportunity presented itself out of the blue. And within about a month, I was in a new job. Mm. And tell me a little about this new job. So this new job is in the same industry that I'm working at. I'm, I'm actually here now. Um, they were very gracious and said, hey, just take another office and go do the interview. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do that at my last job. But uh, I'm, I'm working in the same industry in finance. Uh, I'm getting paid more. We are a, a private company. So there's just a lot of perks and a lot of things that I wasn't getting uh, at my previous job. And it's just such a relaxed, beautiful atmosphere. It's really kind of hard to describe the difference of where I was and where I am now. It's amazing. And it's interesting because we've talked about this for a long time. You were in this job and you've been there for many, many years, your past job. And people were like, why don't you just quit? Why don't you just quit? And you said, I feel like if I don't shift something inside of me or my vibration, my the stuff's going to follow me. And I saw you be extremely diligent in working your inner reality. You really, really, really manifested this opportunity from the inside out. You got into yes. the feeling state. So I'm going to read something from the power of awareness. And I want you to expand on your personal experience or experiment with this. So okay. um, it says the ideal you seek and hope to attain will not manifest itself, will not be realized by you until you've imagined that you already are there. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. You must assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled and how your assumption has all the sensory vividness of reality. So I know you talked about this a lot with me. And I'm like, huh, we'll see how this works. So can you talk a little bit about what you did in your inner realms to get into the feeling state of what it was you wanted, the wish fulfilled, if you will? Absolutely. Um, If you don't mind, I'm going to back up about five years prior to coming across Neville Goddard. And I, I remember I've shared this with you talking about these five minute drills that I used to do. Uh-huh. Tell me. And and that was that was a challenge to myself to say, could I sit down or lay down and meditate and actually enter a state of being or a state of reality that was something that I would desire, something different than where I was. Um while that isn't necessarily a difficult thing in and of itself, as I began to practice that, it, it revealed all of these blocks and barriers that were sitting there uh, subconsciously. And you talk about this in Manifesting Love from the Inside Out, and we've talked about that many times as well. And it's, it's interesting how what Neville is telling us to do, it's not just about 
you know, desiring something and having it manifest. It's about you changing. That's the real meat of it. And if you are willing to change and be different in these meditations, in these visions in your mind, then you can experience them outpictured, as he says, in your reality. So to answer that question, you know, I, I realized, hey, I've been practicing these five-minute drills for quite some time, but I didn't really have a, a defined course of how I should go about it. It was kind of uh, ambiguous mm-hmm. and, and nebulous in a sense in my, in my thinking. Neville Goddard kind of took all of these practices that I've been doing and kind of pinpointed it. And I realized, okay, I'm going to do as he says. I would go to sleep at night. And in that interval between laying down and falling asleep, which is meditation, it's just another way of saying meditation. But I would go into these meditations and I would really kind of picture myself sitting at a desk of a place that I love to be and got into the feeling state of, hey, make sure you feel mm-hmm. that you really love being here. Get to the end goal. What is the end? Start with yes. the end in mind. Yes. Yes. So I would start with the finished product. And that was my seed that I was planting in, in the ground of meditation, in the ground of my daily thinking. So as I went out, you know, 24 seven, I began watching my thoughts. Hey, that thought is counter to what I'm desiring. I would stop it and say, no, here's what I really want. I'd remind myself of that feeling state as often as I could during the day. Mm-hmm. And when I went on those walks, I would immerse myself in this feeling state of being there, of actually feeling the desk, feeling the, the ambiance of the people around me mm-hmm. and just losing myself in that as deeply as I could and forgetting about everything else. Mm-hmm. And how is your job today? Does it feel like that? It absolutely does feel like that. In fact, it feels better than that. You know, there's a verse that says God gives us more than we ask or imagine. So as much as I imagine myself receiving this beautiful job, uh, the, the actual outcome of it all was it's much better. There's so many beautiful little things that happened along the way that it's just, it amazes me really how wonderful it is. <laughs> and, you know, I've been doing similar works as this. You know, I talk about, you know, imagine a day in your life, a perfect day in your life. And I did this, I think, to support me in manifesting my husband because I hadn't had a lot of success in relationships. And it's like, what would it feel like to have what I wanted? What would that be like? And I thought it's a friendship. It's a connection. It's joy. It's laughter. It's it's feeling safe. And it it was a stretch. It was a stretch to try to get into that inner imagining or visualization, if you will, because it was so different than anything I'd experienced thus far. But I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And I've applied these principles in regards to um, prosperity as well. And it makes me laugh sometimes how things Mm -hmm show up or unfold because it's like, I didn't know the details of how this was going to happen. You know, I do this meditation with prosperity and I talk about, we manifest what we can hold for financially. And what would it feel like to have a check in your hand? You're sitting in front of the bank for a thousand dollars or $10,000 or $50,000 or a hundred thousand dollars. And I would do this meditation where it's like, I'm sitting in front of the bank with a check for a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm getting ready to go in there and deposit it. And what does that feel like? And initially it was a little overwhelming, but then I got to the place where it's like, 
this just feels good. I feel grateful. I feel prosperous. I feel like there's no worries with money. I feel like this is just um, joy. And Trevor, I swear to God, it happened. And I didn't know it literally happened. And it was weird how it all played out. I had a my engagement ring, my wedding ring, got a chip in it. I was so devastated. And um, they wouldn't clean it for me because they said it was going to shatter. And my um, the, the jeweler asked if we had insurance. I'm like, I don't know. So my husband's like, well, we do. But I think it's just if it's lost or stolen. Long story short, one thing led to another. We ended up with the, the check from insurance for over $100,000. And I was just sitting in front of the bank going, I was just laughing. I was just laughing. It's like, dude. <laughs> That's just one example of probably about 5,000 of where right. this working with the inner reality. And, and same with you. It's like there's so much grace, so many God winks. It's such a trip. I had no idea it was going to end up being literal. But it can be. It won't always be. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. But it's always magical. It is. I believe we're surrounded by a state of grace. So mm -hmm. there is a, a buffer, at least the way I envision all of these things happening. Uh, my experience tells me that we are. And, you know, it, it's not going to guide you. God isn't going to guide you down a, a bad path. If, if you're in a bad spot, he's there to help you. And, and he's there to help you by empowering you. He's already given you all of these things. Uh, what we're not really good at is taking the steps to actually use them, mm -hmm. to actually sit and say, you know what, I'm going to change the way I'm thinking about my situation. I'm going to change who I am about my situation. Because who we are is a divine gift. Yes. And we have but to receive that in order to really begin to shift mm -hmm. what we see around us. Mm -hmm. So and true. That's, that's what I've been experiencing with power of awareness uh, is and, and really all along the way. I mean, when I discovered you and your book, you know, I was already beginning on that journey. But it, the, the foundation of these things has really not changed. Um, I've, I've learned more and I've experienced more. But the foundation of it, it's, it's working, as Chuck Danes would say, you know, belief works flawlessly. It doesn't mm -hmm. have a problem. It's not broken. So change what you believe and, and your outcome will change. Yeah, I really, I think you're right. And that's my experience too. It's like, I have these foundational principles and it did take some rewiring to believe that I am worthy. You know, I grew up Catholic. You go up, you take communion. It's like, I am not worthy to receive you. No, 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 that's flawed. That's flawed. The foundational principle is that we are worthy. We are royal heirs to the universe. You know, it's like Einstein um, said the most important question we can ask and answer for ourselves. Is the universe a safe and loving place or not? Essentially, are you loved or not? And once we believe we are safe and loved, it seems um, life can start to reflect that back to us. And to me, it's just yeah. continuing to expand in that belief and reality and feeling sense of being worthy, of being adored and um, receiving graciously, receiving graciously, giving generously and continuing just to expand with that feeling sense. And it seems the more I do that and meditate on that, the better and better my life gets. And I was saying to God, you know, it's so amazing right now. Life is so good. How much better can it get? And he said, love is infinite. It is infinite. 
I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then, let me tighten my seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, there there are no limits. That's that's what that's what kind of blows my mind as I go down this journey is that there really are no limits. So if you're experiencing limits, and, and we all do, we're human, but the, the invitation to empowerment is to say, you can go far beyond your current limitations, much, much further beyond them. There is no, no end to it. And that's exciting. It is exciting, isn't it? Okay, it so is. Trevor... What would you say to somebody, say, for instance, they're like, oh, well, that all sounds good and well in theory, but, you know, that's not where I'm at. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm suffering either with my health or relationship with prosperity. What would you say or um, share with them in regards to first steps of supporting them and shifting from a, maybe a downward spiral to more of an upward ascent? You know, I think one of the most difficult things that – I had to come to grips with was that I was responsible for my reality state. This is before I met you. I, I learned this lesson and it was, it was a bit of a, a stink, but to that person, I would say, you know, when you can come to a place where you can say, look, actually the way that I'm thinking about this, the very way that I identify who I am is creating the reality. It's creating my situation. When you can come to that point, you can also come to the other side of that that says, well, if that's true, then I have every opportunity to change this. If I'm willing to change, all of this can change. And that was the second piece that I came to, that I felt equally, I felt the sting of, hey, I created this, but I felt the absolute call to personal empowerment knowing that if I will change, that all of this can change. And I began saying, well, I'm going to take the steps then. And really, I started little. I said, you know what? I'm going to begin taking note of things I'm thinking about and watching how things show up, particularly in the, in the form of blessing. So if, if, if you're skeptical about this, then go out and be a scientist about it. Buddha was a scientist of logic, you know, and Neville encourages this as well. Let the outcome speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Envision something, meditate on it, receive it, and, and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Because things are going that. to show up. Things are going to change. Yes. And, and I love the magical ingredient. This always empowers everything. And, and I think uh, Neville Goddard speaks of this. And so does um, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. If we can empower our feeling state or visualization or imagination or thoughts with that feeling sense, that authentic feeling sense of appreciation and gratitude. That really just, that's the superpower. (laughs) Yeah. That's like can um, increase the power of the visualization exponentially, not the perfunctory thank you, but what is it that makes you, um, what opens your heart? For me, it's yeah. thinking about horses or my grandmother. So if I get into the feeling state of manifesting what I want, but then I add the additional energy of like love and appreciation, heart expansion, it seems to really empower the thoughts and the emotion, and the feeling state, which, which seems to invite more grace. Yes. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it can be an uncomfortable journey in a sense to your current state of identity 
to try to move into a different form of identity. And I, I say identity because what we're talking about in all of these things really goes down to the very deepest root of who you are. Yes, yes. You cannot, identity is reality. So it's not just about trying to manifest mm-hmm. something, but mm-hmm. who is it that is, is manifesting? Beautiful. And when you realize, and that's what part of these these uh, experiments and these practices, you know, it's not just about manifesting something that you desire, but it's really about a revelation of who you are. You begin to awaken and, and you begin to observe instead of being possessed by these negative thought processes. That's and so as you, cool. as you observe mm-hmm. those, you awaken. And as you be, as you awaken, you know, as fun as it is to manifest things for me, it is far more intimately beautiful to experience the awakening process. Mm. That's the real freedom. Um, that the empowerment is inherent with it, but the freedom that comes from saying, I get to choose. Man, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think uh, what you're saying is so powerful, important. It's like, say for instance, you know, if you identify with being someone who isn't lovable or, struggles financially, if you don't change that perception of inherent identity, your circumstances probably aren't going to change. And what you're saying is like, once you started to identify with a fact or what I think I hear you saying is that you are an exquisite aspect of the divine, that you are adored and that you are loved. That is where the real joy starts to come from because you've turned the corner. It's like, you know, you can manifest. You're not worried about that anymore. So now you get to yeah. enjoy the journey of continuing to expand in that knowingness and that feeling state of being God's precious child. Yes. Is that accurate? Yeah. What would you, what would you, how would it you expand is. on that? <laughs> well, it's, you know, there is no end to the goodness that higher truth offers you. That's so beautiful. You know, there, so when we're thinking about these things, you know, when, as I've gone through my own experiences of trying to shift my thinking, trying to get into a different identity state, I've found to be difficult at times. And, and that's been revealing to me to say, well, you felt condemned here. You felt shame or you felt guilt for these things. You know, you said to me a long time ago, something to the effect of, and you can correct me if I have it wrong, but we get what we feel we deserve. Yes. We should get exactly right. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and man, I've found that to be true as I continue to push these boundaries. I think of it as a frontier of my own inner cosmos, that I get to push these boundaries and these limitations that have been forged subconsciously over the years. And as I awaken, I see that, that uh, frontier and I go, you know what, I'm going to go out there. I, it's not about deserving. Deserving is an idea that, that we're creating. Through, through our own logic and experiences, and we just write it into the hard drive of our soul and say, well, that's, that's who I am, and that's all I have. You know, I know from a counseling perspective and life coaching perspective, people, the one thing they need is options. You need choices. And the goodness that I was speaking about in higher truth, it, it gives you infinite options and choices at every challenge that you can come across. Because you can always sit back and be still and know that I am God and you can relax and trust that, you know what, I'm going to let go of this. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to do all these things that we know the concepts of. But when we do them, we always have an option to allow the grace and the goodness of God to blow our minds Mm -hmm. if we are willing (laughs) to, by faith, 
receive what has already been given and already finished. I love what you're saying. And so much of it for me has been about just relaxing and receiving and knowing that I'm loved and adored and worthy and powerful beyond our greatest imaginings. Yes. Okay, we have two minutes left, Trevor. What do you want to okay. um, say in regards to just putting a bow on the conversation? How do we want to leave this before we start again next week? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think to me, if anyone's listening to this and you're, you're wondering about kind of what we're talking about, there is a great adventure and the greatest adventure going on is within you. Eknet Aswaran talks about this. He says, you know, climbing Everest is nothing, but, but to, to journey within and to experience awakening, that's, that's the great adventure. Hmm. And so, you know, you can crisscross these labels across so many different paradigms, but it, it, to me, it all is painting one big picture. There's only one story, really. And this adventure is beckoning to anyone who is willing to sit down and say, you know what? I am going to believe in something greater than I am now because I have that right to do so. It's been given to me. It is a gift from God. And that is where the adventure begins, is where we step out and say, you know what? All things are possible. It's so beautiful. Possibility is the name of the game. That's what John O'Donohue says in one of his lectures. It's not yes. about what you've lined up, what you think with your senses. These are my only choices. No, it's about possibilities. And possibilities exist in your imagination, and they exist infinitely. infinitely. That's exciting. It is exciting. And I'm so excited you said yes to this conversation. And I'm so excited we're going to do another show for next week. And to my friends, my guests, my listeners, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day. I hope you're feeling energized and sparkly from our time with Trevor. I know I am. Come back and listen to us again next week. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TammyBPhD.com. And I look forward to our continued um, adventure and conversation. Know that you are in our heart and our prayers, and you are profoundly and immensely and unconditionally loved. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.